Hi everyone, I'm Annika and this is the Tried and Truth Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Tried and Truth Podcast. If you've ever wished that you had somebody a few steps, maybe that's one or two, or maybe many steps ahead of you in the life or business journey. That's what this podcast is all about, where each week I'm bringing you real conversations with real life truths, real businesses, and some really amazing people. All that to say, so glad that you're here. We have just celebrated one year of the podcast, so thanks for listening. If you've been listening along since the beginning or if you're just joining, welcome to the party. I am just so thankful and thrilled that you're here. I'm also really excited to share today's episode because I think it's something we can all apply to our daily lives regardless of what it is that we do. We all do work and work looks different. For all of us, and no matter what kind of work that you do, whether that's going to your day job, maybe it's leading a department or being an entrepreneur, running your own business, or maybe this season looks like volunteering or serving on a a board committee for you, but all the work that we do comes with this opportunity to build value for others. For the last 15-ish years of my career, I have spent, as many of y'all know, in customer experience, patient experience, training, and coaching, and leadership, and I've seen so many of these very small things firsthand, but just seeing the magnitude and the impacts that these can all have or have had for both the giver and the receiver, and what I'm sharing today are very transferable things, meaning that they can apply to just about any work that you do. But before I share those, I just want to preface it with saying that the work you do is enough. Um, So don't feel like this is more that you need to be doing, but rather tips to keep in your back pocket to just make the work that you do uh, magnified or just the value that you're bringing to the table in that. If you haven't already listened to my episode on meaningful work, go back and take a listen to that because everything has that opportunity to be more meaningful. And these are just some extra tips to add value to whatever work looks like to you today. So let's get started with tip number one, building relationships, not transactions. Make it about them and not necessarily about you. You see, if we limit our exchanges that we have in our work and our interactions with others to just simply that transaction, I show up, I do the thing, it will end there. But if we instead look at building relationships, that value is so much greater for both parties, both short and long term. That authentic relationship, you know, really continues to look at building its value to the other party. I mean, think about if you're married, right, as you continue to grow your relationship, it's better understanding each other and creating a stronger relationship and a stronger friendship as time grows. So, you know, it might turn out even to be this lifelong customer referral base for you if you're maybe an entrepreneur. But even more importantly, it creates this connection and it helps people to feel valued. And that, especially today, is so powerful when people feel valued and seen and heard because that is an innate desire in every single human. It's amazing how that domino effect plays itself out. People don't feel like a number. They don't feel like a a ticket at a deli counter. They truly feel like a person. So whether that's helping an employee or department or a supplier or customer, they all want these exact same things. They are all based on humans and human relationships. So thinking about how these relationships rather than transactions can take place. And when you really think about it, this idea of a transaction, it's really built around processes. This happens and then this happens. Rather, a relationship looks at 
It's processes and work building those around the relationship. So very opposite of that feeling. So relationships also inquire about needs and they they seek to serve and not necessarily to be served and they grow stronger with time. So think about your role in your work and ask yourself, am I being a bystander in my work and just being basically the overseer of transactions? Or am I creating relationships and taking this genuine interest in getting to know your people, your customers, your peers, your organization? So that tip number one, make it about them, not about you, building relationships and not transactions. Tip number two, simplify the steps to you or your business, making it easier for people to experience, to engage with, or to work with you. Now, this one is slightly more specific, I'd say, to the workplace, but maybe you're not working right now, and I perhaps I'd like to maybe challenge you to think about this one in light of how do you make yourself available to build relationships with your significant other or your kids or your community? And if you are in the workplace, think about just the reality and the truth that today's attention span just continues to decrease. (laughs) Every day, I think it's getting smaller and smaller now. I think it's down a few seconds last time I checked in the research. But, um, you know, today's patience levels are also going down. And I think these two or the last two years have really... Uh, put so much pressure and pose many pressures on those patients' levels and that attention span as well. And also at the same time, I think modern conveniences have increased this expectation of, of all consumers, of all end users. And so the more hoops that we're placing, given all of those realities, the less that people are going to try to jump through. Like People don't want to do an obstacle course to have what it is that they need or to access you. So of course, you're going to have the people that have to come to you no matter what, whether that's because of your expertise or out of necessity, maybe you're the only one that does what you do, but making it easier to work with you or experience your business will make everyone's life easier and better at that. So I challenge you to really think about your your customer, your consumer, whoever that is for you, and think about that journey, literally every single touch point. And if you have employees or you have team members, I want you to ask them about every touch point perhaps you might be missing. I think as you get higher up or you get more further removed from that frontline work, I think we miss a lot of the steps that people go through in our work. And so even just checking with them, like how many of the things that people have to go through actually add value? Almost like thinking back to that obstacle course, like how many of those things are actually building strength or value for you, for your business, but most importantly for them? Ask yourself questions like, is every single one of those steps necessary? Or how can I simplify that experience or that process? How can I remove barriers for people to get in the door? One of the funny and kind of ironic things that I've seen with this is I have found that a lot of times those barriers are actually upstream, like past your role. And so you have that opportunity to remove a lot of the barriers that downstream people are experiencing. Like you or maybe your leadership perhaps has imposed processes that make it harder for the people downstream to actually do that work. So be thinking about that as well. Tip number three is to be an all-star listener, but also an all-star you. I know this one sounds a little cheesy, but really that's the gist of it. 
you know, thinking about what people really need versus what you think they need. A lot of times when people um, do a certain kind of work, right, they're the expert in that specific thing, but it's how that information actually gets conveyed or deployed to the places it needs to. I always kind of think of like people that work in, let's say, IT or people that work at engineering. Sometimes it's really hard to get that information or that work in a way that people actually understand it. Or maybe you're the marketing expert and when you're trying to communicate that to somebody in IT, it's it's really hard. And so figuring out what information people need to be able to provide the best value even back to solve that problem or to work on that project with you. So not just what you think people need or how you think people need it, because you're doing that in context of how you do it or that language within quotations that you currently speak. Uh, and so thinking about what it is that someone on the receiving end of that needs. Looking at that true voice of the customer versus personal validation, because there is a difference. There's a difference between what people are experiencing and the feedback you'd like to receive on the work that you're specifically doing. And so sometimes we're going to just be seeking that validation rather than seeking opportunities for growth or seeking opportunities to get better or deliver better work. And also asking yourself, how do you engage or accept or respond to feedback. I think feedback is such a gift and I share this in a lot of episodes and it's a true opportunity and it comes in so many different ways. It comes in voices all around you. But like that tip said, be an all-star listener but an all-star you, always let that strongest voice in your mind be your own because you've got to stay true to you otherwise you will exhaust yourself trying to be everything to everybody else because you should you can't be everything to everyone and nor should you ever compromise who you are and what you stand for so be keeping your eyes and your ears open to what consumers might be saying whether that's in the form of reviews or feedback or word of mouth or even what they're needing maybe looking at other forums to see what are people actually needing not what I think they are and think about how you might be able just to add value to the work that you do in those meaningful ways that speak to them in that specific language using their terms so that it truly speaks to them. Which leads us to number four, an absolute must tip is to set clear expectations. The more proactive that you can be at anything that you do, the less reactive that you're going to have to be further down the road. You're going to have more time to work on those value added things that you are the expert in or your group or your department or your team is the expert in rather than constantly fixing or reiterating or re-explaining down the road. The best way I like to put this is to think about the top questions asked, the top problems that people experience or ask about, and answer those questions before they're even asked. So communicating really well, often, and clear those old school like who, what, when, where, and how principles and how to really set the expectations for what people will experience in working with you or in buying your product. Because if you don't set them, oftentimes, others will. And that can be a very tough spot to put yourself in. A super simple example for this is, let's say your turnaround time is seven days, um, but most people might expect an answer back within 24 hours. If it's someone on the other end who is always on email, always at their desk, always on their phone, they're thinking you are too. And when you're not, setting that clear expectation so that anything greater, let's say if your turnaround time, like I said, is seven days and you respond in less than seven days, it's just icing 
on the cake. So if you are um, in maybe a really challenging season when you have a lot of priorities or other projects going on, even just saying, let me take a look at this. I'll get back to you in the next few weeks. I'm finishing out this project rather than leaving silence on the other end, which as rare as that sounds, it's actually more common. I think especially now as people are I'm just doing work differently. I don't know if any of y'all have experienced that, but I think there's been a lot of changes in how we face the world and how we interact with people. And so the more I think isolated that a lot of people have become, the harder it is to engage. And so being very clear with what it looks like to buy your product, buy your service, work with you, work with your team, work with your department, et cetera. Lastly, this is my absolute favorite one because it is so simple and so magical all at the same time. Uh, This is the plus one where you can, this idea of evoking a feeling. These can be small touches to really large, significant wow moments, but these small plus one or one degree, right? These moments that truly, truly matter. And if they can't happen every time, think about how you can do them or how your team can do them when they can. These are simple, simple things like a handwritten thank you. And yes, people still write these and they do make a difference because they're different from today's standard when you actually see someone's handwriting in a card, in the mail or on your desk. Or if you do prefer more of the email or texting option, thinking about how you might be able to authentically, of course, compliment someone, or this could look like a token of appreciation, a gift, a praise, maybe that's public in a meeting or even just private, like thanking somebody specifically, calling them out for something that you really appreciated or really valued. Um, If you have a business or you have a team, empowering them to personalize their work where they can, like allowing them to kind of add their touch and what makes them them, right? You hire these people because there was something special about them and giving them that opportunity to let that special side of of who they are add to the work that you do can be really powerful because that's easy for them. It's easy for them to be them rather than putting everything in the specific box that we we have to set. So think about how you can at least create some of that flexibility for them to add that to what they do. This can also be like a dollar amount or a gift card that you allow frontline people to, to do to fix things, maybe a service recovery or things that they can do that are really meaningful on behalf of the team. And I've, I've seen this play out in a lot of different ways. So one way I've seen this play out is that um, employees or team members have this specific dollar allotment that they can use. They're the ones hearing from the customers or the patients or the consumers. And so when they hear something, maybe it's a loss, a death, um, a diagnosis, whatever that is, like they have this ability to go send something or order something or um, have something delivered or mailed or the card or whatever that might be. And it really empowers them and also like lifts their own spirits. And it's so inspiring to them. They're part of something greater than themselves. And also when they share that with other employees, how inspiring is that? And also encouraging to others to go want to do that same thing and also just be feel so grateful for the kind of people that they work with and the place that they get to work at that does such great things. I've also personally seen this in very basic simple ways. Um, This was a Sharpie written note on a food order that I recently placed thanking me for coming by with a signature by the owner. How cool is that? Um, I've taken my kids into the donut shop. I think I've shared this example probably on the podcast uh, once before. But of course, you know, it's like kid in a candy shop or really a donut shop. But with three boys, everybody just wants sugar and they want the most sprinkles and the most artificial dye and 
everything covered over everything. And so it's a lot happening in the donut shop. And I remember the owner just looking me at the eyes and saying, and a little something special for you, mom, and just putting this plain donut in a bag and sealing it separate from everybody else's. And that moment of something that I don't know what a donut cost them to make, but just that idea that they acknowledged me and gave me something a little extra. Um, I've had a handwritten thank you on the back of an art purchase that I had in a little envelope, um, a Starbucks card just sent via text. You know, you can like send those via text message now. And when someone's having a rough day or just needs a little pick me up or just that thinking of you text when nothing is expected in return. So I hope these have been helpful for you. I'd love for you to share this episode or even this podcast with a friend this week. These are just very simple, practical things that I think can um, enhance the work that we do, but also create value for ourselves in its own unique way. So if you haven't already, would love for you to help me celebrate the one year of the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. We've had thousands of downloads. It's just such an honor and a treat and a gift. Um, I would love for you to take a minute to gift that back to me and leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. That means the world to me as we celebrate this one year birthday or subscribe to the podcast. I realize that not every episode might speak specifically to you, but you can always share it with someone or not miss that one that does specifically speak to you. So thanks for tuning in to another episode. I look forward to hearing which one of these tips this week um, that you tried. And I hope that it helps make someone else's day, but also makes yours too. So in case you missed any of today's truths and takeaways, here they are. Number one, make it about them, not about you. Yet, not at the expense of selling your soul. There's a little bit of exaggeration, but this reminder to keep your boundaries in place. Number two, simplify the steps for people to engage with you or your work. Number three, you can be both an all-star listener and an all-star you. Number four, be clear with what people can expect. And if anything changes, speak up before they do. Number five, plus one, small things, people. Don't overthink it. It's less about how much it's worth versus the feeling it evokes. So thanks for listening in on another episode. And until next time.